One of the great advantages of being a teacher is that there are several times that naturally we can reflect and reset. And this time when we're talking about reflecting for the semester, it does coincide with the end of the year and goal setting. And so it's kind of like in the air. So today we are going to be talking about reflecting on the previous semester so that it can help you prepare for next semester, regardless of whether or not you are continuing to teach a year-long course or you are starting a new course. So I am Kristen Masick. I am the CTE teacher coach here to help you get done everything that you need to during your contract time so that you can spend time with those that you love. Maintaining or increasing enrollment staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Before we get too far into this episode, I do want to let you know that the next few episodes, we are going to be talking about planning out your next semester and the steps that you can take to have the best teaching experience possible. And with that, I do have a plan out your course blueprint, which is free, and you can get that at kristenmasick.com forward slash semester. And it will actually give you some resources that you can fill in and go through this process to make your life easier and save you a ton of time so that you don't have to worry about planning any of this over your holiday break. Let's dive into this episode. I do want to give you a little backstory. As I was creating the student resource or the classroom resource about goal setting and reflection, I was noticing that they were asking like positive questions, like what went well, but then they were also asking a ton of questions about what didn't go well. And it kind of had like this weird feeling like, really, should we be like focusing on all the crappy things? And I know that this year is really hard and the last few years have been really hard as teachers as well. And I feel like there's a lot of times where a lot of that like negative, like the crap that is happening in the classrooms and is happening at the schools is something that we're hearing and we are seeing a lot. And I don't want to be like a positive Pollyanna and just like brush everything under the rug. But really when you're reflecting as a teacher and you're reflecting on your practices, it can be easy to get like sucked into that negativity trap. So I did kind of want to preface when I'm going over these questions that I'm not going to go into like what sucked in your class because you're really not going to learn anything from it. It's not going to improve your practice by thinking about what didn't work. And I know I've talked about like you will be having failures and we just need to accept it, which is something that we do need to do. But that doesn't mean that we need to like wallow in those things that didn't work out well and that we need to stew about them and think less about ourselves. Because our whole idea is that we want to be continuously improving and the way you do that is by looking at what's going well. So I'm also on the equity committee for my district and I'm specifically looking at academics because I'm doing a lot of data and 
one of the things that we are really focusing on is like, what are we doing well? Because we know there are things that we are not doing well when it comes to equity in our district. But we're trying to figure out, okay, what is happening? Like, what are those like bright spots that we can then try to have happen again in all of our schools. So maybe it's happening at one school and we can replicate it so that we can become better as a district. So as we go over these these questions for reflection, just know that they are going to be on the positive spin so that it really helps you progress as a teacher and not worrying about all of the stuff that either we can't control or that just isn't going to help us in our teaching practices. Okay, so let's start with the first question. So what do you do as a teacher that is better than most teachers? Okay, I forgot to preface that some of these questions might be a little bit difficult to answer. Just remember that you're not turning this into anyone else. This is just for your personal reflection. So your admin's not going to see this. So feel free to brag on it. I know you probably have something that you feel like you do better than most teachers. And quite frankly, a lot of times it's this because we're in CTE or because you're an elective, there are going to be things that you hear teachers complain about all the time and you're like, I've never had that problem before. So those are the kind of things that you want to think about Like, what is it that you do better than most teachers? Is it that you're really good with your project planning and your students are all engaged? Is it that you're getting kids to show up to your class that slough or that skip all of their other classes? Is it that you are able to form relationships that other teachers aren't? It could be behavioral things. So maybe you have less referrals to the office than other teachers just because you do a great job of managing your class and building connections and relationships with students. It doesn't have to be any of those. It can be something different. But the question number one again is what do you do as a teacher that is better than most teachers? Okay, we're going to go to number two. So what's your biggest success in the past two years? Now we're going to look at the past two years instead of just last semester because we know that like some semesters are better than others. And if we really look at the past two years, yes, we've had like our ups and downs, but what is the biggest success? And it can be like a personal success. It can be with your curriculum. It can be with your classroom. It can be with a specific student that you feel like you made a really big impact. So really dig into that one and If it helps, you may want to just brainstorm a whole bunch of successes that you've had for the past two years and then really figure out, okay, this one was the major, this was the biggest success over the past two years. All right, number three, what are you most proud of? And this can be similar to the other as far as it can be, what are you most proud of in your classroom, with your curriculum, with your planning? It can be a lesson or a unit, or you've made improvements in end of level testing. What are you most proud of when it comes to your teaching? Okay, the fourth and final question is what is currently working in your classroom? Now, you may be able to answer this right off the bat, 
but I also want you to take a look at your data. So this is kind of like data-driven decision-making right here. So if you've heard that buzzword, you are going to look at your gradebook and see what is actually working. You can probably see some patterns of like student grades, like how many have turned something in, what's missing, what's not missing. So look for things that are working or if you can recall certain lessons. And then the big thing is, is you're wanting to know, well, why? Like, why is that working so well so that we can replicate it further on? So what is working? Is it that your quiz styles are working really well? Or is it this one unit your students really got, they really understood it. Or it could be your classroom management. So what is currently working in your classroom? And we're looking at that further ahead. So we are going to have another episode on this, but we're going to be using this in our planning for next semester because you're going to want to replicate what you did over and over and over because it's already working. So let's review those four questions again, in case you didn't get them the first time through. So number one, what do you do as a teacher that is better than most teachers? Two, what's your biggest success in the past two years? Three, what are you most proud of? And four, what is currently working in your classroom? I would love to know some of the answers to these questions, and I know I told you already that no one's going to see these, but if you would like to share them with me, send them over to me in a DM at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C on Instagram. That is where I hang out the most. And if this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. So to help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode. And once again, if you feel like it, you could answer one of the questions and add it to your IG stories and then tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.